Hi there. Our last episode on uh, purpose, position, and power of the woman, we were looking at the different um, aspects that we've gone over, the word pictures or where the role of the woman is planted in the scriptures. By the way, I want to remind you that the scriptures are powerful. You know, I was thinking earlier today that we hear a lot about science with uh, everything going on in the political realm and that if, you, if we don't appreciate science, this word, God's word is the science in which all science uh, stands on. So this is a science, the learning to speak his word. He created the entire universe by speaking words. So there's a science behind that. So getting in alignment with the science of God's word is very important. And that's what we're talking about here in our role as women made in the image of God. And we've been looking at the different points that we've covered just to have a quick review. It's taken us two times to make a quick review, but the last one we looked at was the help. We were brought forth to be a help that Genesis 2.18 said, it's not good for man, the human being, the word man there means human being, to be alone, I will make an help meet for him, someone to stand boldly out opposite and to declare and to tell and to be a helper to him. And so how do we do that? We walk out holiness and show him the, the rewards of holiness, show him holiness in the flesh, in the natural, in the body. And so then it says in Genesis, we're continuing on in Genesis chapter two, where he took the rib out of the, the man's side and he used it to build up and make a woman and to make a woman. And that word we investigated that that word rib means chamber. It means like the chamber of the judge's chamber off the side of the courtroom where decisions are made. By the way, in, in line with that, did you know that wisdom is called a she in the Proverbs? Wisdom is called a she. So there's that chamber, that side room, that council. I encourage any men that might be listening to this to realize that the woman in your life, the if you've made a co- covenant commitment to her, are males and females that are single. Uh, we have things that we can draw from one another because of the male, the masculine image of God, the, the female, the feminine part of God. We draw from one another. We learn that other aspect. But the rib means chamber, a judge's room used for official proceedings, uh, part of the bore of the gun, ladies, that holds the charge. That's, that's our part. We're part of the bore of the gun that holds the charge. Or it means the heart. And I think about how in the New Testament it tells us that the, um, the hidden matters of the heart are what's to be our glory. The hidden matters of the heart. So he took something out of the man and he closed the flesh up there. And so there's, he's closed off in that area, but he built a woman out of that. He made a woman out of that. And she used to stand boldly out opposite and declare and to tell to the male. So the, but between the two, the, the female and the male, the feminine and the masculine, when they respect one another's anointings and they respect each other's positions and strengths and weaknesses, and they blend and come together and support each other, um, sometimes, in, and we will get into talking about submission is a powerful thing, but not right now. But sometimes when, um, when we're called to submit, ladies, it's not that we don't hear, we haven't heard right from God. It's that we're waiting on the timing of the Lord. 
And I found through my own experience uh, that sometimes I had it right and my husband wouldn't agree with it. Now, I could have gone on out and done it anyway and just thought he didn't know what he was talking about. And I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a woman. I can do what I want. But I made a covenant with him. I agreed to submit myself to him and he's not agreeing with it. So in that case, I wait. And then one day (laughs) I said it again and he said, that's a great idea. I thought, what do you mean? I thought you were against this. But it was the timing of the Lord that we were waiting on. So see, we need each other. I had the idea. He had the timing. And we need each other for that. So don't, don't feel lesser than because you submit to your, to your husband or to the man in your life. So he took a rib and out of that he built up a woman. And he said, now this is an important part right here. This is in Genesis 2 again. This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman or womb of the man. She's the womb of the man. And she's the heart issues of the man. He took the heart out of the man and built her up. The hidden matters of the heart is what she's supposed to beautify her with, herself with. And, and she is the, she's speaking his heart back to him, actually. And uh, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife and adhere to. Cleave means to adhere to, glued to, catch by pursuit, or overtake, or never stop chasing. The man needs to pursue the woman to develop his masculinity. And ladies, we are too entirely too assertive today. Aggressive, aggressive, not assertive. I had somebody tell me one time, you're assertive, but not aggressive. I thought that was a compliment. It's not that we can't be assertive, but don't be aggressive. And don't, uh, don't, uh, don't, you know, there's one thing to be a helper, is something else to be um, uh, uh, to enable people by doing it for them or doing it ahead of them or doing it faster than them. And sometimes, ladies, we wanted it yesterday and the man doesn't, hadn't even heard what you're talking about yet. So we need to slow down a bit and um, pull back. Remember in Second uh, Chronicles 14, it talks about there was no one left No one to pull back and come up under and support. That's what we need to do. Sometimes we have to pull ourselves back with that bridle on, come back, come up under and support. And, and the man steps out and his, his, it's just so important to his masculinity for us to allow them to lead us. And that's what God's calling us to do because it's a part of, it's our work of faith. It's a part of our work of faith is to, you know, it's, it's harder to trust the Lord through somebody else than just to do it yourself and trust the Lord. And it takes an extra grace. It takes an extra level of faith to pull back and submit yourself uh, to, to uh, another person and allow them to lead you. That takes an extra grace and an extra spirit of faith, an extra strong faith a strong heart. Amen. And that's why we're studying these scriptures is to build our hearts in faith to do what's right. So our ladder will be up against the right wall. Amen. It's so important for the male to pursue the female. I believe it's important for his male development and we must let them lead us. Amen.
Part of our help meet role is to let them pursue us and let them lead us. And this is our work of faith. Now there's a, uh, just to show you, there's a, there's a, something that, that I have access to that someone from Israel had sent. And it has to do with the Hebrew words of Ish and Isha. And uh, I'm just going to read it to you because it's really powerful, especially in the day that we live in where people are, there, there, there's no moral code in the day that we live in. And if you were to try to tell somebody that and that living together outside of marriage is wrong or the adulterous culture that we live in is wrong, it would make them mad because many of them, this is all they've ever known. But I want to show you the science <laughs> behind why it's, God says don't do that. So that you can understand, if you understand what that food's going to do to you and corrupt your body, then you're more likely to not do that anymore. Amen. But this is called Ish and Isha. And, um, it says, when Yahweh, who's the, the name for God in the Old Testament, when Yahweh decided to make man, he said, let us make man in our image. Then after he formed man, he breathed ruach, which is a Hebrew word for the spirit. He breathed breath or spirit or wind into the man. From man, God made woman. Our relationship with one another, God, man, woman, is very intricate. Even in Hebrew, you see this relationship. The word for man is esh, E-Y-S-H. And the word for woman is esha, E-S-H-A-H. When you take the Y, which is the Hebrew letter Yod, <laughs> that's the, the, the Y is the letter Yod, from the word for man and the letters A-H, which is the Hebrew letter Hay, H-A-Y, you have the letter from God's name, Yah, Y-A-H. This is the part of God's name that represents the Shekinah presence. So you take the Y out of the um, man's name and the H out of the, the name for woman and you spell Hey or Yah, Yah, which is the part of God's name that represents the Shekinah presence. When man and woman are together with Yah, in their relationship, his Shekinah presence is with them. Remember, the man's name was E-Y-S-H. The woman was S-H, E-S-H-A-H. It's a little complicated, but it's good. And um, when, the, when the letters are, are there, when the letters for Yah are taken out of the word for man and the word for woman, the remaining letters for both words spell E-S-H, which is the word for fire. So basically, when you take the Y out of the man's name and the H out of the woman's name, what you have left is E-S-H, which is fire. If you take God out of the relationship, you, all you have is the lust of the flesh left. You just have the fire, fiery lust of the flesh. And you know that the, the fallen flesh, uh, it says when it's talking about the devil that It'll cause you to burn up from within. You will self-destruct from within. The flesh will, it's, a, it's like a flesh-eating virus uh, without God in our lives. And we are slowly self-destructing because that's what the flesh does. If you don't put God in your life, you're slowly self-destructing. 
When Yah is not in the relations between man and woman, even for a moment, there is only fire between man and woman, lust of the flesh, fighting, anger, strife, and it can consume them. Let it be the consuming fire of the presence of Yah in our relationships. Let our hearts be guarded from selfishness, pride, misunderstanding, fear, sexual sin, or whatever that is that may cause fire in our lives. Amen. And ladies, I think we play a a big part in that. I'm not going to blame it all on us. But, you know, if we didn't, it takes, if, if we didn't play the game, if we didn't, if we didn't give our bodies before we expected them to hear our hearts and make a covenant relationship with us, there would be, it'd solve a lot of problems in today's world. And so uh, let's think about that. What part do we play in the culture and the, the, the sin? Remember our statement from the very beginning was, the moral state of the nation reflects the spiritual state of its women. So we play a major part in this. So you don't have to believe me because I'm telling it. You pray and ask the Lord himself. But if you want to have the best that he has, you want to have the blessings, and I'm telling you they're major. If you want to have those blessings, you'll hear what I'm saying. Just pray and let the Holy Spirit confirm it to you. You don't have to believe it because I say it. I just challenge you to ask the Lord if, if what that lady's saying is right. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.